Well, folks, here we are, the eve of game three. The Astros are in a pretty much a must-win situation. They've got Max Scherzer on the mound. Will they turn it around? What is Dusty Baker doing with Kyle Tucker? And will Christian Javier be the pitcher he's been lately? Let's talk about it on this special postseason edition of Locked on Astros. to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and we update you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. And Brett, let's go! Yeah, that's right. Don't hear yourself for the talent. <laughs> you can find me at H Town Wheelhouse on X, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and hit that red subscribe button. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up and make us your first listen. Become an everydayer on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, go ahead and make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. So, Brett, we got a lot to talk about. The Astros, I went to both games. Unfortunately, it was not good. Uh, the Astros didn't have anything much going. I know from, I mean, uh, Jordan Alvarez, six home runs in six games in the postseason. He's on yeah. fire. But Every point, every game from this point is a must win. They have to win four out of the next five games. Three of them are on the road, and then two of them are at the cursed grounds of Minmade Park. And for some reason, the Astros struggle this year. And Derek Jeter was even talking about it. He says it's unexplainable. If it's just a short span, you can understand it. Uh, if it's the, the backdrop, maybe both teams would be struggling. But it's not that the other team is not struggling. So there's something going on with the Astros at home. And so uh, I think he even suggested what we've been suggesting, have them stay in hotels when they're at home, <laughs> have the fans boo them when they're at the plates, stuff like that. So the Astros are at their sweet place. They're on the road for yeah. three games. And so they need to take advantage when all three of these games, I know it's going to be hard against the Rangers, you got to win all three of these games and then get one of those games at back at Houston. And you can go be going back to the World Series. But this is uphill battle. We'll talk about what Dusty Baker has to say about it. Um, he doesn't think it's as hard a uphill battle as we all think it is. But it's kind of hard to get too super positive right now. But we've seen teams like the Astros do this before. I'm not too worried. I'm super pumped about this. the rest of the series. Let's go. Eric, look, I don't think I don't think the Astros fans have anything really to be worried about. Look, I mean, it 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 is what it is. Let's just let's just recap this real quick. The Rangers didn't beat the brakes off the Astros. 
this most recent game, if Framber Valdez doesn't throw that ball to first, you get out of that inning with three runs. They score one run later on with the solo shot. That's four runs. The or that you know or three run yeah four runs you're looking at a four four tie you're looking at a possible four three victory maybe that other home run doesn't go out of the park that changes everything the first game they scored two runs on Justin Verlander and I'm getting to a positive here in a second and even though you didn't um, support him with any runs you didn't give up more than two runs and so they beat you by two runs they scored um, you know seven total but the relief pitchers have absolutely thrown up zeros in this series. The really pitchers have not given up a single run in either game. And all it takes in both of those games is a couple hits here or there. They were literally one for nine with the runners in scoring position. That's the difference. Kyle Tucker, we'll talk about him in a little bit. But if you can get these guys swinging the bats with people on base and score runs and score early, and I think it's it's easily an Astros series again. You win game three, you're back in it. You win game three, the Rangers are now shaking in their boots because after Scherzer, it's a bullpen game. And then they've got to go back to their game one starter because they don't really have anybody else after that. And so I honestly like the Astros chances. This is the least nervous or worried I've been being 0-2, being down 0-2 in a series when the Rockets went down 0-2 and the Chronicle wrote them off. I was worried. I'm not worried right now. It's just, it's what this team is. Any other team, in baseball, I would be worried, not the Houston Astros. Yeah, so I think that there's a lot that's on the line right now. Every game is a must-win right now. And what if I told you the Astros win the next four games? We're going to totally forget about the losing the first two games. But they've got to get some some uh, consistency going. It's all about the first game. It was the pitching. The pitching was uh, pretty dominant, except for Verlander. He gave up the two runs. The bullpen came in, got it done. But then Frommer f- fell apart in game two. I know you talked about it in the other podcasts. You talked about um, the error that led to the runs. Um, and it just felt like they were getting soft contact. They were just single after single. And so I don't know what's going on with Frommer Valdez. I'm not ready to say go ahead and pull him in favor of JP France because um, he is – Still, from Rivaldez, he is still somebody that has given you that success in the past. Yes, his two starts this year have not been good, but I don't think Dusty Baker and the Astros are going to be like, no. let's go ahead and uh, just uh, throw this bum on the curb. So I don't think they're going to do that. So I think what you're going to see them do is if if it's a do or die game seven or game six or whatever from Rivaldez has to pitch in, they're going to have a bullpen ready. And if he gets in trouble early, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, we're not going to play this game again. We're, we're going to get him out there. Because he's as likely as he is to have a blow-up game. He could go out there and uh, basically pitch seven shutout innings. So that's the that's the what the mystical from Rivaldez. He's just right. he, what he's going to do from game to game. Exactly. And, you know, Christian Javier, he is a guy that going out there, it's key. And I think all the pressure comes off of you if Christian Javier can come out and shove. You know, he looked really good in his first postseason start um, against – oh, I'm sorry, in his last start to basically help them, you know, be one of the wins that helped lead to clinching the um, AOS division and the number two seed in that game, six innings pitch. He only had four strikeouts, but but he only had two walks, and he had – his pitches were moving. 
Um, Christian Javier really is going to pitch well if this team, if this offense can get off the ground early. And I think Max Scherzer is going to be prone or susceptible possibly to some mistakes simply because he hasn't pitched a lot. He is a veteran. You do have to respect Mad Max, and I get that. But at the same time, the Astros have absolutely wailed on the baseball. It's a cavernous right center and left center field. They like to hit the ball to dead center, and this is the ballpark. And Scherzer's probably going to see this lineup one time through, Eric. I don't see him going more than one time. And if he does that, I think their approach should be this, Eric, because he only threw 60 pitches in that rehab start. If you can get him, if he's throwing out of the zone and you cannot expand the zone and you can get his pitch count up early, then he's not going to make it more than one time through this through this rotation. If he does well and you let him go one through one time through and you have to use him again, he's more likely to be used again by them. So it would be to their advantage in the long run to throw him through one time. And this may turn into almost an extended bullpen game right. two in a row. So I think things are playing out in their favor. They just have to hit the ball. All right. Martin Mato had some comments on uh, Christian Vasquez and also Vasquez. Um, sorry, Christian Javier. Sorry. I was like uh, Christian Vasquez. Yes, Christian Javier. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said Christian Vasquez, but Christian Javier and uh, Christian Javier also had some thoughts on Christian Javier. So we'll talk about that in a second. But in the playoffs, Christian Javier is five and one. In 37 innings, he has 57 strikeouts with a 1.91 ERA. If it's a must-win game, this is the guy you want on the mound. And I think that, that that's exactly – the Astros are in a good spot right now. They have the right guy up there for that situation. So we'll talk about that in a second. October baseball is back, and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel. That's right. America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. You don't even have to win. Just place the bet, $200 guaranteed bonus bets. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you get in on the action from the first pitch to the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. And if you don't want to wait until the whole game is over to get that W, then predict what will happen at the next at bat with quick bets. So head over right now to fanduel.com slash locked on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment count with FanDuel. Make it more. The official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball, FanDuel. And if you can't watch the game, you can always listen to the game. Catch all the hometown play calls of the Astros versus the Rangers at 7.03 p.m. on Wednesday night. Go to the SiriusXM app and search Astros. And yes, as uh, Big Smokey says, the Astros play better on the road. Uh, that's something that is well proven, uh, and that's what we have to do. So um, somebody asked Christian Javier what his favorite reptile is because his nickname is El Reptile, Reptile. Um, and he said it's a crocodile. And he said, and he said they're calm, but when they get in water, they can get aggressive. So that's a perfect description for him. And I know a lot of people were throwing uh, like Brian McTaggart and a whole other people saying, oh, great questioning skills out there. But that's actually a good way to describe him. He looks like he's calm up there. And Martin Maldonado jokingly checked uh, Javier's pulse as they're passing each other in the interviewing room. 
And he just, he doesn't show emotion out there. He just goes out there and gets the job done. And so um, I think that his, uh, Martin uh, Malinado said his demeanor and how that guy doesn't have any blood going through his veins, it's going to help him. It helps him through the hard times. We saw him in the, the other game. He had bases loaded and then he struck out the next two batters in the, that last game. So Christian Javier is the guy you need on that mound in a critical game three when you're down 0-2. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that is correct. And I think Martin Maldonado knows him better than anybody. And that's why Martin Maldonado is behind the plate. You know, people ask, why is he there? Why isn't Diaz in there? This is the kind of situation, this is the moment that you need Maldonado. As long as the rest of the offense is doing their job, and if Kyle Tucker can just find that spark, then you're not going to have to depend on Maldonado's bat. Then you can have a guy on first and second with no outs, and Martin Maldonado bunt and move them over second and third with one out. You get back to the top of the lineup. Now you have chances to produce runs. And so then again, if they're throwing one of their relief pitchers and Maldonado can catch up to a fastball, or catch something that's off speed, he can take one out of the park every once in a while. So the question is, are they going to play Dubon? Chas McCormick clearly acknowledged that he was terrible. He used a lot of different choice words to describe his performance. So are you going to put Dubon out there? Dubon's bat. You're going to have Brantley out there. I don't see Brantley sitting at all the rest of the series. And Jordan Alvarez is just going to keep doing Jordan things. You had a couple more pieces. I think the key is you get Altuve and Tucker going, I think this team scores runs. And we saw how they can score 39 runs in three games. This is the same Rangers team. It may not be, but it is. We've only held them to seven runs in the first two games. And I say only seven <laughs> because they could have they could have blown that game out of the water with right. Framber Valdez. They could have scored nine, or nine to 12 runs, and they didn't. Once the relief pitchers came in, it was it was lights out for them. And so they've if they keep doing that, you score on the front end, you hold them in the back end, that's a key to victory right there. That is a key for success. I know that it wasn't quite the same uh situation, but that game too felt like the 2015 uh game four of the ALDS versus Royals. Single, single error, single, single, single. I mean, I know there's a double in there somewhere, but it just was soft hits and everything. And one thing that Christian Javier can do, he can miss some bats. And so I know Framer Valdez relies on his stuff a lot. And uh, you talked about Devon, you talked about Chaz McCormick, you talked about Kyle Tucker at the beginning of the show. So a lot of people wonder, well, Dusty Baker, how do you um, do your lineups? And does that keep you up at night? And (laughs) he actually had an answer to that. Thoughts by Dusty. So does he keep you up at night? If you... um, if you come to the lineup, you told us that you thought long and hard about Urquidy in game four and of the DS2. So basically, uh, the reporter asked him, uh, do you stay up all night thinking about the lineup? And he said, it doesn't always keep me up at night. It just wakes me up. I can go sleep quicker than any man you've ever seen. My wife is talking to me. In 30 seconds, I'm asleep. I'm what they call a mid-sleep insomniac. I had a friend of mine who is a clinical psychologist, and I was asking him, why do I do that? He said, I'm a mid-sleep insomniac. Means you can go to sleep quick, but you can't stay asleep. One, two o'clock in the morning. Anybody in here a mid-sleep insomniac? Raise your hand. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. 
that's what that's what wakes me up sometimes sometimes molly wakes me up now he's here i might be dreaming so now he didn't answer i've got it or he went way too far well i give dusty a lot of credit he deferred to an expert you can't argue with the expert so you can't you can't analyze his analysis of his own sleep problems because he quoted an actual clinical psychologist yeah a source a name source a name he did name him the professional no, unnamed oh unnamed oh 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 uh, he's going evan drellich on the unnamed sources <laughs> nice uh maybe he's gonna write a book so look um dusty baker a lot of times does say too much but i i, I was actually pleased with this press conference and later on uh, we're gonna post i'm gonna post the um all three press conferences from maldonado javier and um and Dusty Baker, and you can hear them in your own words. So we're going to be doing that, and hopefully game three is a win. They usually pick two players and and the manager to talk, and we'll do that after and before each playoff game as we can. So I've got one more Dusty quote uh, before we move on Kyle Tucker. All right. I'm not thinking about being down 3-0. That's the last thing in my mind. My mindset is being down 2-1 and then being even 2-2. And then hopefully getting to 3-2. And then hopefully getting to the World Series. That's how my mind thinks. You go. I like it. Dude, I like it. You know, that's that's exactly what you want Dusty to be. You need him to be that positive guy. You need him to be that guy in the clubhouse. And as much criticism as he takes, he is the guy that I think is positive no matter what. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what you're doing right now. Somebody said I need to wear the Dusty Baker wristbands. We don't. We that's not a wristband. I don't fake the <laughs> wristbands. Um, but yeah. So sorry. I I just don't have my sunglasses on hand, and they quite frankly didn't match my Starry Night Astros hat. You know that I got from Big City Cap Zone. So um, I'll be wearing them um, tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Game three, I think, is not necessarily a lock, but I really think the Astros can come out and take care of business. It'll be nice. It'll be fun. I don't think Max Scherzer is going to be on top of his game, but uh, I think that Christian Javier with what we've seen um, and like you said, he's not stretched out and uh, I think he'll go a little bit longer than one time through the lineup, but I don't think it'll be uh, two times, but I think it'll be like one and a half. We'll see. I think he'll face maybe 14 batters or something like that, but we'll see. But um, let's go and move on to Kyle Tucker. Uh, Let's just say he's struggling just a little bit. (laughs) He's Two for 22 through to six playoff games. I think that's a 091 batting average. So Dusty Baker said he might move Kyle Tucker down in the order to take some pressure. And he said he actually talked to Kyle Tucker about that as a temporary measure. And uh, Tucker said that uh, on his bats, they're terrible. I feel fine. Just my swings is not there. I haven't done anything with any of the pitches. It's been tough. I was there at game two, that one, and I, I wouldn't say it was like this eighth or seventh inning of that game. It was a line drive right to uh, uh, Nathaniel Lowe, I think his name is, the first baseman. It was a line drive. It was hit well. It's just right to the batter. And it's just like the Astros were hitting line drives just right to the, the – Well, field. with his 091 average right now, he's batting 0-0-0 in the championship series. He doesn't have a hit. He has the well, two I mean, hits. Playoffs, yeah. 
No, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, oh, I'm just saying. Like overall, he's got two hits. So I I want people to understand that 091 is an accumulative postseason average. And he has not gotten a single hit. What that tells me is this, and you know, I'm always positive, always throws. The law of averages are in Kyle Tucker's favor. He's too good of a hitter to go an entire series without a hit. I think he's too good of a hitter to continue to be hitting as bad as he is. We've seen him hit in the postseason. We've seen him hit in key moments. We know his glove is there. We know he's a great defender. We know he's got an amazing arm. It's just his bat that's got to come around. And I think a Max Scherzer matchup and possibly getting to the bullpen early is just the formula that someone like Kyle Tucker needs. Yes. Uh, so there's somebody else who's struggling. We'll have to talk about him a little bit too. And what are some keys to the Astros winning game three? That's right. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Let me tell you, Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton, Bird Dogs fixed the issue of this. They invented a cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. People will literally say, you must have gone to leg day. And you can say, well, of course I did. That's my new new gym membership at work. Bird Dogs uses the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. How do I know? I have three pairs of shorts and a pair of joggers by Bird Dogs. They are amazing. They're functional for any occasion. Golfs, dates, going out with the family, sitting by the pool, working out, lounging. Just work wherever you want to wear your Bird Dogs. Just wear them because people will say, wow, that dude has swag. Maybe you have La Grasa like Framber Valdez. Show, um, use a promo code Locked On MLB. You can get a free water bottle. So go to birddogs.com slash Locked On MLB and enter the promo code Locked On MLB at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And make sure that you go check out Hooters when you watch the Astros play. That's where the guys at Locked On Astros go. Go hang out with your friends. They got some great brew. They've got $9.99 Michelob Ultra pitchers. They got $3 Blue Moon drafts. And they've got wings of any kind, whether it is smoked wings, breaded wings, naked wings, bone-in wings, boneless wings. It doesn't matter. And not only that, the world-famous Hooters girls, they are there. Why? Because Hooters make you happy. It's a great restaurant no matter where you are. Katie, Sugarland, Pearland, NASA, Pasadena, even out to Galveston, anywhere in between. When you go to Hooters, let them know the guys that Locked on Astros sent you and you'll get a free basket of fried pickles. That's right. Check out their specials, and no matter the event, whether it's baseball, UFC, or more, you can check out Hooters. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And, guys, don't forget, you can catch all the play-by-play action of Game 3 of ALCS on SiriusXM. First pitch, 703. Just download the SXM app and search Astros, and you can get all the play-by-play there. So I'm excited about this game. I know that a lot of people have been calling for Chaz McCormick to be playing a lot more this year. But uh, he's been uh, struggling a little bit this playoffs, too. Uh, I know that Jose Altuve has had some uh, struggles as well. So the mo- the hottest hitter, obviously, has been Alvarez. And he's been struggling with a little virus. Obviously, that's not keeping him out of the lineup. He had two home runs uh, yesterday. And he has six home runs in six games. So the Astros need to find some more consistent offense throughout the lineup. I know that we've seen some little... Um, some little offense, like at the bottom of the lineup, then you see some maybe 
with Jose Abreu at times, but we just need some more consistency. And it's great when somebody hits a home run, but you need more people on base, more people getting hits. And it's just frustrating because we only had two hits for a little bit there in yesterday's game. And I think they're both home runs, if I remember correctly. But yeah, you know, I just, I think, I think the keys to winning is scoring first, scoring early. And if you score first and you score early against this Rangers team and you're in Christian Javier is on his game, delivers a clean game to the bullpen, then I think the Astros never are tied or lose that lead. I think if they get the lead early, they take it. If you come out and put a three or four spot in the first inning, I mean, I'm talking to Jose Altuve first pitch home run. I'm talking getting two guys on base, getting a two-run double. Um, I'll take two runs in the first inning. Just put some numbers up because we know the numbers whenever the Astros do fall behind. And we talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, Some amazing work by Schwab there realizing, wow, when they play behind, they're not great. So that is the key. I think think the number one key to victory is scoring first. Um, The second key to victory is that starter just doesn't allow the offense back in because that Rangers lineup is dangerous. And I think the third key is that the that the relief pitcher just go out and do what they've been doing. I mean, when Montero got put in after Valdez, I was like, oh, no, this is going to go bad. (laughs) And he went in and he did great. Right. And so everyone on this relief pitching staff, I have full confidence no matter who they throw out there. And so that's why I think the Astros are looking better right now down 0-2 than I think any team would be at this point in the playoffs. The Astros are one for nine with runners in scoring position during the series. Yeah. So if you get runners in scoring position, you've got to bite down, especially bases loaded. You have back-to-back games where you stranded runners, bases loaded. One time, no outs. Uh, it was it's so frustrating uh, when you have the no out situation and you just can't get him by home. Uh, so I just think that the Astros need to find a, a a better way to get those runners home, just uh, instead of going for a home run, instead of going for the big game saving play. I mean, I think what it is was when you're down five to nothing in the certain inning or five to one or whatever, wherever it was at the time, it's, it's your mindset is okay. We can get back in the game by hitting grand slam. And so they're going for defenses hmm. instead, just as like a single would drive in two runs. And so I think that uh, the Astros in that situation. So, I think the Astros will be fine. I think they need to find whatever they do better on the road because they seem to play better on the road. I Dusty Baker doesn't understand it. And he said, if we know why they did so much better on the road, they would have fixed it, fixed whatever it is at home. Martin, um, did we, did we talk about Martin Maldonado's comment with um, Christian Javier about why he's been so successful that I mentioned that earlier? Um, Um, I didn't. So, um, I don't know if if you said it, but uh, this was actually pretty funny. They asked Marty Maldonado, why has Christian Javier been throwing so well lately? Like, like what's, you know, what has he been doing different? And Marty Maldonado said, I don't want to answer that question. He goes, that's my secret. <laughs> so yeah. he refused to tell them, which is good, which, which, is, which is a smart move on Martin's part. So the guys have the confidence of, Javier has the confidence of his guys. And I really think the pitchers have the confidence that the hitters will eventually come around. And you know Kyle Tucker is talking with Brantley. You know Kyle Tucker is talking with Jordan. You know Kyle Tucker's going over with Snicker about hitting and all this stuff. So um, I really think you're going to see a different Kyle Tucker this game. 
um, they're going to be relaxed. And look, they don't have to hit home runs because of this. This this ball field just seems to be so much. It plays bigger. The ball travels more, and they hit a lot to center field. They hit a lot to that outfield fence. And as long yeah. as you're keeping it in the ballpark with Javier, and he's getting ground balls and swings and misses, then I think the Astros win Game Three. And I, then, yeah, I do want to say something that uh, Yiner Diaz, he's he didn't get a lot of playing time at the end of the season. He didn't get a chance to really get his stroke going right and we're seeing the results here yes exactly. he's over over whatever nine over yeah 11, whatever it is at this point because he did uh he's cold to his credit dusty baker with the bases loaded did pinch hit for martin Maldonado. i think it was the sixth inning so mm-hmm. that's something that the old dusty baker would not do so i think that he realizes that he's got to make some changes at time and that was the situation no outs you had to bring in yiner diaz there but I don't know if he's ready for this situation because he didn't have all the playing time. And so uh, we'll have to see, but I think Scherzer is an interesting candidate, but I think what Christian Javier has been doing, I, I would take him against any pitcher in baseball. And, yeah. I, and I just think that his stuff has been that good. So um, I think that uh, we'll see uh, what happens. David says, how about Pena getting out of his six months, no home run? I don't think it's been six months, but I know what you uh, mean. July 5th. July 5th was not the last six time months, but yeah, it's been a while. So, but, so that's four. That's four, four yeah. months. <laughs> but so, yeah, I'm welcome uh, the MVP to g- come out and reign. But until that, it looks like Alvarez is going to be the MVP this year. And it all starts uh, tomorrow. You've got to stop playing from behind. you got to get some good pitching from Javier. And bullpen, just keep on doing what you do. I mean, this is the same bullpen we had last year. Outside of the Hector Neris uh, implosion, which didn't even affect the game, the Astros' bullpen has been lights out. So props to the bullpen starters. You got you set the tone. And offense, you got to score. That's right. And, hey, um, guys, just make sure that you check out the Astros play the Rangers Wednesday game three of the ALCS, 7.03 p.m. Catch all the hometown play calls. On SiriusXM, go to the SXM app, search Astros. Look, I'm H-Town Wheelhouse with Locked on Astros. He is Eric the Man Heisman with Locked on Astros. We are your team every day. Nobody gives you more content on a daily basis than we do. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out. Listen to us on your way to work, on your way home from work, and make sure that you cheer loud and proud for the Astros as they go for game number three victory in the ALCS. Let's go, Strohs. Y'all have a good one and good night. Let's go, Strohs.